0: Welcome to Parenting in Acadiana podcast, brought to you by Women's Foundation. Our goal is to provide you with quality information from local experts to support you in your parenting journey.
1: Good morning, parents. Welcome to our first episode of Parenting in Acadiana podcast. Women's Foundation is very excited to launch this new series on all things parenting. We're going to be covering topics from childhood obesity to healthy nutrition and even how to tell if your kid is getting bullied at school. We're also going to be welcoming many people in the community to inform you on all of the available resources there are here in Acadiana. Many parents can agree that their children are the most precious and cutest things in the world, right? And we all find ourselves sharing pictures of them from their first birthday to the first time they rode their bike to anything as little as them laughing because they are the cutest things in the world. And of course, we want our families and friends to see how cute they are. Well, today I welcome Blair Sweer. She's going to be sharing a personal story. Blair is from 337 Magazine. She's a mother of one to cute little Wyatt. And I recently ran across a Facebook post that she made that kind of struck my attention. And I decided, hey, let's welcome Blair to our podcast and share us exactly her story and what we can learn from it. So Blair, welcome and can you begin talking about exactly what happened in your case?
0: I woke up to a notification on Facebook just like any other notification that someone had shared an image and it didn't give any more specifics and so when I logged in and checked that notification it was someone who I had no idea who they were, we had no mutual friends. And it was a ch- an image of my child, who is 18 months old. And it was an image of him by himself, just one of his one-year pictures that was taken in July. So it wasn't a recent post. It wasn't a public post, but it was a cover photo or a profile picture, which okay. later learned that those are not protected by your privacy settings, that those are visible to anyone with a Facebook account. And immediately I knew that something wasn't right. So right. that w- that was the first red flag. And from there I went and did the automatic report to Facebook. And they gave me two options. One was to block him and one was to message him. First and, steps that you took
1: were to contact Facebook.
0: Correct. Okay. And I guess in my mind I thought that Facebook had an email address or a phone number that you could call for support that they would assist or take take a claim. And they don't, everything's digital. And those are the only two suggestions. So from there, I didn't necessarily consider blocking him because that wouldn't have solved the problem. Right. And after clicking on his profile account and doing my own research, I discovered that it wasn't just my child that images were being shared. And he had more than one Facebook account of doing the same thing he had seven. So that's where the second red flag came in. And I knew that blocking him was not the solution.
1: Okay, so what were the next steps that you took? Um, from there, I did message
0: him, Okay, asking him to remove it, but that wasn't an immediate fix. That was, you have to accept a request on Messenger and all this other right. stuff. So my mom is, her background's in law enforcement. She's worked in law enforcement for the past 30 years. So she advised me to contact the county sheriff's department of where he lived, because he was out of state. And on his Facebook profile, it said where he was from so i called them and filed a complaint with their cyber task force and i mean they were very vigilant very immediate action they knew something wasn't right after taking his name mm-hmm. and um i mean he had posted his address and his phone number on his facebook so that was all easy he
1: publicly posted that
0: correct so wow, okay. that was all easy access and i gave that to them and they touched base and said that they had a detective on the case. So he shared the photo of my child on his personal page. And after just a very simple search of his name, we found the same individual had seven Facebook accounts. And after clicking on each one, there was about anywhere from 200 to 500 friends. So I mean when you multiply that by seven it's it's a it's a pretty wide range of people it's not like these accounts had one or two followers and then the mom and me I mean whenever you you get on a mom's bad side she can be a little worse than the FBI and I went and looked at all the groups and all that that he was involved in and there was one in particular that stuck out to me and when I clicked on it it was just I mean an open page that you could add yourself in, you had to fill out some questions, just like anything, and there were images of kids. And I mean, and none of them were- this was a public were, group? hmm None of them were sexually explicit, none of them were nudity, but the comments that were under these images were sickening. One, and I, I mean, I literally see his profile picture and his name in my head, and I have no idea who this gentleman is, but the just crude comments he made on an image of a little girl did not sit well with me. Mm-hmm. And my instinct told me, okay, this is not a Facebook page where people are sharing images of their kids. Right. This is completely Definitely used red flag. something else. So to which, I mean, I did report that group and I reported that comment just on behalf of that little girl's mother, if she knew, if she didn't know. And that's where I struggled with the fact that I thank God I saw that he shared my picture on his personal page but where else did he distribute that picture you know I'm not getting those notifications I don't get notifications if his friends share it or if he just saved it to his camera roll and put it on this website you know I could only see so much so that's where it it really got to me and that's when I knew that something wasn't wasn't
1: right the Facebook cover photo and your profile picture they're not covered under Facebook's privacy policy so you can
0: have from what I was told by the detective what I was told was profile pictures cover photos and those five featured photos which are a new a newer Mm -hmm. feature those aren't protected by privacy settings so you can have it on the strictest setting but those images are still visible to anyone with a Facebook account and if you have your setting to where You are discoverable through a Google search. You can Mm -hmm. turn that setting off. I did learn. But if you have that setting enabled, then anyone, even if they don't have a Facebook, if they Google your name, it can link them to your Facebook account where they can see your profile picture, your cover photo, and your name. So it's easily available for anyone to take and uh, share.
1: So that setting is in the Facebook account settings. Correct. If they go to account settings, they can turn that on or off? Correct. Okay. I backtrack.
0: And went remove any cover photo, feature photo, or profile picture. That was solely my child. Because, yeah, this was posted in July. So it's not something that was a recent. I mean, you had mm-hmm. to go and dig through this picture. There were no hashtags. It wasn't linked to anything. It was just a photo. So I went and removed all of those. And now I've asked all of our friends and family, if you're going to post a picture of him, just make sure it's either on your strictest privacy setting or if it's a cover photo or a profile picture, make sure it's not him alone. Make sure you're in it with him or another adult's in it with him because they advised me that these types of people who are taking these photos will not share these images
1: if there is an adult present within the photo. And I think you had mentioned when we were speaking particularly a male, they will less likely share the photo if it's a child and a male.
0: Correct, because their uses, and through further research, we, we found some Facebook pages that were predominantly male for uses that should not be allowed on Facebook, which were reported to Facebook, and those were taken down. Right. But yeah, so any of his friends were able to directly link Wyatt's photo to my Facebook page and when you share something it shares the exact posting so it is fine when it's family you know if my mm-hmm. mom shares a photo or my sister, I'm fine with that. I know her friends. I know she trusts her friends but for someone who I don't know and someone who has no mutual friends with me or any of our immediate family and friends it it wasn't okay. I didn't you know I didn't grant him permission regardless if it was posted online or not. I think when it comes to children and minors, especially at that age, there's there's a fine line of what's okay and what's not. Adults in the photos are not what they typically would take.
1: Now, after contacting the detective, did you hear anything back from Facebook after um, reporting it at all? I got a notification, and it did say,
0: so I filled out a form that was on Facebook that if your child is under the age of 13, that it violates their intellectual property and their personal rights. So okay. I did fill out that form and Facebook did notify me back saying that the image did not violate any child pornography nudity standards. So therefore it it didn't have to be removed. And it suggested again, message him or block him. To which at this point, I think my mom was the one who said, what if we just remove... The picture then it'll come off of his so I did that and it did but okay. in my head as a mother and just as a person in general the other children whose parents either didn't get the notification didn't realize or aren't removing those pictures they're still on there so that's not solving the problem it took right. my kid off and I was fine with that but as a as a mom I just knew that
1: there are still, yeah, those They're other still innocent of those, children. those Correct. babies
0: out there, right. Not just Wyatt, but he shared an image of my godchild who's t- 12 weeks today. But it was two pictures of two little boys by themselves. So it was two things personally against mm-hmm. me. But, I mean, it was an easy fix for me right. after looking into it, but not for everyone else.
1: Now, you said that you removed the photo. Does that... Remove it from all of his other shares as well?
0: It did. So his direct share, it did remove it. Now, what went on that picture? I have no idea because, I mean, it was very easy. I can go on your profile picture and take a screenshot or save it to my camera roll and I have it. Or
1: someone else that's one of his friends or his followers
0: can share it as well. Correct. So direct share, yes, it did remove it. That was the only sanity. That was the only reason I slept that night. But the actual what went on after that these non-direct shares what what was sent I have no idea but I'm just not really trying not to think of it in that aspect because and realistically if I were to do a google search on anybody's picture something would would be bound to come Mm -hmm. up with the the ability to screenshot things these days so I just but yeah that's also something that we need to be very 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 careful, careful with yes yeah.
1: and how long was this the time frame of you contacting the detective and Facebook and it getting was all, all this resolved
0: in about 48 hours um, okay I woke up to it on a Saturday morning mm-hmm. and reported it around lunchtime Saturday spoke to the dispatcher at about about lunchtime and then the first note the first update I got was at two o'clock Saturday afternoon so it was very fast. Oh, very quick. Very quick. That's awesome. Yes. And in their further investigation, they had other reasons to handle this individual. So this was just kind of like the tip of the iceberg on his right. case. And you know, we were we were contacted and told, I mean, public knowledge, public record, you know, this person is does have a criminal record, a sex offender registry, you know, things like that. So that that helped a good bit that they were so aggressive right and active it. and yes. didn't, you know, just brush mm-hmm. it under the rug as, oh, it's this Facebook crime. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Were there any particular settings that you changed on Facebook after this happened? I did. I changed practically everything. I,
0: of course, removed all profile pictures and cover photos and feature photos that were solely him right. or my nephew. And I went and made sure that everything was basically on lockdown so the only people who can see or share my posts are friends only it's not the friends of friends or right. mutual friends or anything like that it's friends only mm-hmm. and then I do have the sharing to where it has to be approved before someone can share it oh, okay so I have to approve That's it before it me, can go at least. Mm-hmm, before it can go on their timeline okay it's kind of like they did it for tagging but now they do have it for the sharing aspect. I did mm-hmm. make myself undiscoverable from so from Google searches. Okay. And from email searches as well. So it's a little bit more difficult. I've noticed I haven't gotten those, you know, random Facebook requests from people mm-hmm. with one or no mutual friends that you'll find. And then also as much as I love doing it, hashtag searches also lead to these types of issues. Because when you hashtag something, it goes into, you know, a categorization and gives people links to what you're posting. So I'm very careful when I do a public post. It normally pertains to work or something unfamily related. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little more, a little bit more vigilant of the hashtags that I use. I try not to use anything that Suggests that I have a child mm-hmm. or, you know, hashtag mom life, things like that. Just yeah. to try to make it a little less obvious of what I am posting and make it linked to less common searches. Right. I find Instagrams a lot stricter and they're a lot quicker to address something. Personally, I, I have found that. When you link the two, I know it links your friends and your information. Yes. So your friends from Facebook will translate to Instagram and you can choose to follow them or not. Instagram has so much control over who you allow to follow them with their privacy settings. And when you hashtag, you can link the hashtags and the photos to Facebook and it does link. It on translates those. to it does translate. The, okay. But the privacy settings for Instagram are very, very different. But the hashtags they they do stay. So I mean my little boy, we, we hashtag Wyatt the riot all the time. That's his nickname. Sounds like a little wrestler, but (laughs) that one, I mean, it's fine. Not many people, you know, obviously use it, but anything I went back and looked at some and it was, you know, mama's boy or mom life or, you know, even something as simple as like Wyatt is one. I mean, they had, that was hashtagged on that picture. So they had you know, first birthday, things like that, mm-hmm. that link all of these images. And I'm you can see the absolute cutest mm-hmm. children. just so happen, their names are all Wyatt or they're all their first birthday or something about the same birthday theme. Um, it was like wild one, something like that. So, I mean, this gives people access to that. So you can search by hashtags, which is great for events. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use it for work events. We use it for businesses, TV shows, things like that. But when it comes... your family and the privacy settings it's it's a little bit of an open door and I don't think I didn't realize that so I know there's a lot of people out there that don't Mm -hmm. when you think about it it's it's almost not a good idea (laughs) yeah and if you are going to create a hashtag I definitely wouldn't put anything extremely personal or anything that divulges too much information you know I learned let's let's not put his age his name I mean that's a little bit more broad but don't want to give them any direct links to find you know okay I'm looking for some pictures of two-year-olds or hey mama's boy or daddy's girl has these hashtags to it I mean those can open the doors for so many things that are not what they pertain to be that's my biggest issue
1: Okay. So I guess last question, what's the number one thing that you want parents in Acadiana to know or learn in your personal experience? To trust their instincts. I think we're so quick to accept
0: Facebook friend requests from people and allow people to share images. And I think people are very keen to posting things to see how many likes they can get and shares they can get. And I don't think that that's necessarily the way that social media should be used. And when it comes to yourself, because this is an issue that, I mean, I'm sure women are targeted and men are targeted. There's different demographics and different fetishes that these people, different people have. So I think from my mistake, just be very vigilant of what you post and don't, necessarily make things easier to be taken advantage of so you know protect my child is just, my number yeah. one priority mm-hmm. by all means but there, to really really research these settings and um I think one thing that I noticed whenever you take these quizzes on Facebook and this was like the biggest thing for me because if I'm bored and laying down at night I'll just do like the what color are you yeah thing. <laughs> These, whenever you accept these, if you read the fine print, and my cousin told me this actually if you read the fine print, you're giving them permission to access your profile and share it with other people who are taking these quizzes. That's how they do the analytics. So, I had no idea you're like one in 100 people who has this, you know, crazy genius brain, which obviously is not (laughs) true, but the analytics. They get shared with everyone, mm-hmm. so that's another way that these people are finding your profile. Because I've heard people say, "Well, how, how do they even find me? We have no mutual friends. We don't live in the same country. There's no connections." There's ways to go about it through either mm-hmm. hashtags, taking quizzes, and you. I mean, I don't read the fine print. I do now,
1: right? But
0: everyone's just when you're allowing through. access for this, even mm-hmm. when you link your Facebook to um, Spotify and things like or that, Instagram or any of Correct. those things. Yes. These when you hit accept, it opens doors for so many people to access your your private account
1: right and I feel like anything that you sign up for nowadays you can either create an account or sign in through Facebook and Mm -hmm. and it's so
0: easy to sign in through Facebook so you don't have to do your email and verify your email and do a password but I'm very very I went and I did delete all of those apps because they're listed under apps and games okay I went and cleaned out all of those and then um I Try my hardest not to link anything to my Facebook account. Right. As much as I want to know what color I am or what type of MM I am, it just, you know, it's not that important. It's not worth my child. So
1: everyone should be aware of all of those accounts that they're creating, those apps that they're accepting, and quizzes that they're taking, because that makes your Facebook profile public. Correct. To anyone. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Blair, for your time and sharing your story with us. I hope that parents here in Acadiana are able to, you know, take what you shared with us today and definitely be more aware of what they're posting on Facebook and especially with their children their accounts and things like that as well.
0: Thank you so much for the opportunity.